¿Sí? Good evening, Melroseans around the world. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm Sam Hammer. And I'm Tom Shampoo. And this is Let's Talk Melrose Melrose, a show where Melroseans talk to Melroseans about Melrose. And thank goodness we're back. There's so much to talk about, and I am just uber excited about our special guest today. I think we've already got the word out, right? Julie Nolan is with us, so in a little bit we're going to be talking to her. Yes, that's be Looking fun. forward to that. It'll be exciting. I, you know, I've seen her around. She's she's everywhere. But yet now tonight she's here, and I have a lot of questions about her personal. <laughs> and now, life. and now she now she's nowhere. <laughs> now she's, <laughs> she's, she's cornered by nowhere. Sam. She's yeah. forced to answer questions that Sam's going to ask her. Oh my gosh! But uh, I have excellent. To, I have to also add um, a happy birthday to Boom. our top bag. <laughs> I, I hope you're not. I hope you're out celebrating. I hear it's a big five-o. Um, so we have Don't. to get you on the show soon to really celebrate. And, well, this um, would be the perfect way to celebrate. Gather the friends and family around the fire and fire up some live local talk show. What could, what could, what could be <laughs> a better? I think, I think you're supposed to just say it's a big birthday and not, and not out him for how many years? Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't out him. I think his wife outed him. Oh, but, okay. Um, Right. And he also has one of those newer outdoor pizza ovens. I think we should go there and do a show there. A live show from the pizza oven. Speaking outdoor of which, how was everybody's oven. weekend? How was everyone's weekend? Because I, uh, we had a great takeout experience with Wooden Fire. I love Wooden Fire pizza. Oh, my God. Saturday goodness. night. We had family in town visiting. Uh, eight of us for dinner at our house. And so we got Wooden Fire takeout. It was actually really, really good. And it was That's still awesome. hot? It was still hot when they got still to the hot. house? Yep. Sure nice. was. So. Um, I my weekend was fine. It it landed with the Super Bowl and right. pools <laughs> together. Um, shampoo and I got to sing some old school songs back. Oh, in, yeah, I'm kidding. Halftime songs. Halftime songs. My college yeah. years. I don't know where you were. Uh, I was probably not in college at that point. I was probably <laughs> out of college. Uh, now, the, now, uh, is it true the Melrose Express did not play in the Super Bowl? That that football team from <laughs> Melrose Mass, or the Trailblazers, or the whatever. I don't know. They were yeah, not. right. So, what was it? Cincinnati Bengals and L.A. Rams. Those are good Rams. names, right? Those right. are good. Maybe animals. animals. Maybe Can't animals is animals. the way to go. You yeah, were talking about that. you were talking about hawks before, yeah. right? Is that one of the choices? Red hawks, I guess. Oh, red hawk. Yeah, okay. It's, a, yeah. it's actually red tail hawk, but they call them. They can call them red hawks or just hawks. Too many syllables. Too many things. Go you, red tail. Go you red tailed hawks. You. That's too many syllables. It's too many gonna things. be. Yeah. It's a well, color. if you if you care a lot, there's a school committee hearing again on Thursday, the 17th at 6 p.m. Watch live on MTV or head down to the city hall chamber and grab a chair while you can. And talk I, about the mascot. Give and me I, I also wanted to point out that it, it occurred to me, not in time for last week's show, but after the fact, that if it's red and white, which is one of the options, then I'm sure people will start calling the team the red, white, and rosé team, which I think is really not a good idea for the high school kids. You can't have red and white. It doesn't work. I just don't see it What working. do you mean? We've had red and white forever. 
Not as a name. I'm saying this color. I, is the, the name of the colors, yes, but I have no issue with the colors. Yeah, naming after the colors is kind of a cop out. That's like kind of not having a name at right. all. Yeah, but Plus um, it's two wine. It's it's two wine colors. It's not. Well, I not to be too whiny, but yeah. um, the, uh, speaking of, there is a new director of social emotional learning that's been hired. Oh, Sam, you went right into the news. I didn't even play the little no. thing. You can't you can't do that. Bro, we don't just roll into it. The show has structure. You can't just start blurting out news right right in the banter section of the show. That's crazy. Jen McClarely for a couple of weeks, and all of a sudden everything falls apart, man. Well, that's true. That is true. All right, so we better get to it. <laughs> so sam tell us what? what is in the news now that we're in the proper segment of well, the show you know what's in the news um there we will be hiring a new director of social emotional learning uh, um catalini pointed out what, what do they, they do doing? sam what do they do tom <laughs> <laughs> they will build systems and structures that lead to the successful development implementation and evaluation of an integrated approach to social emotional learning positive behavioral interventions and other systems to support the whole child, which I'm super pumped about um, at the yeah. Lincoln School. Um, I think nice. we've needed more support around social emotional uh, learning for quite some time. So I'm excited. Yeah. So they're preparing the courses of studies, outlines, curriculum materials, instructional materials, the overall organizational design of instruction to support social, social and emotional learning. Uh, it's just it's it's you know, we've talked about this in pandemic times like this is a real thing. It, in pre-pandemic times, it was a real thing. Yeah. And yeah. so it's nice to see it. It's a leadership position reporting to uh, the uh, what is it? Assistant superintendent of teaching and learning, which I just found out from you, Sam, is. A position that's opening up right that is but um to i think was it last week we talked about um snow recess and wet pants and things right. i think this person would support making sure that there's consistency in um behavior response for things like that so just again, to see in oh we talked about the overreaction that's right parents have no, it was uh, in a, somebody in a position of authority overreacted yes. and shut down recess for all time that's for right, all that's people. Right, that's right. Well, then I also none of you are listening. If one, of, so <laughs> you're really pressuring them to, you know, uh, enforce the law amongst themselves. Yes. Uh, well, then I also learned that one that one of like one of the classes that got recess taken away also had some behavior issues in gym. So they also had gym removed for the week as well active gym so it was quite a sit on your butt week at uh lincoln last week so that's like if i didn't do a good job on my diet you're forcing me to eat pepperoni pizza or something i mean like like the the thing you need is gym and recess yeah. and <laughs> probably right. more, more than most other things that are happening over the course of the day i mean no so. You know, no, uh, no insult to the curriculum guidelines and the, uh, you know, all the, uh, all the whatever goals that have to be met. But uh, I think the kids need time to, yeah. to be, I could, I'll tell you back in the day, I couldn't even handle as a parent going to parent teacher night and you'd go to the middle school or the high school and you'd get 10 minute, uh, 
rundown from each teacher. Then the bell would ring and you got to find your way through the hallway and it's all crowded and you sit down and then you've got it like you're right into the next thing. And the bam, bam, bam. I was like, I cannot process this information as an adult uh, in this way, you know, with no breaks, no discussion time, you know, whatever. Every And every one of them runs out of time in the 10 minute allotment or whatever. So, um, yes. Good. I'm glad that uh, landed well. So <laughs> we can go on to the next one. What else you got so, in the news, Sam? So there, I thought it was really cool that there um, is a search um, and they're looking for a search committee for a new su assistant superintendent of teaching and learning. Um, as folks may know, Margaret Adams is leaving the system and heading to be a superintendent herself, I believe in Hingham. Um, so I don't know where she lives, but that's one hell of a different commute. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, there is a document that I'm going to put in the comments. Take a look because they're looking for... Um, Bob, we're barely, Bob wants to know if anybody from the school committee is paying attention to this. We're barely paying attention to what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, but you um, know what? Look at, Melissa is with me. Hunger Games for parent meetings at, uh, <laughs> at well, actually, I'm not sure what MS is. Maybe that's MHS. I don't know. <laughs> or the middle school. Um, if that's right. That's right. I remember also in the pre-pandemic times, I think I know what she's talking about, where it's like trying to get Springsteen tickets in order to get your parent-teacher conference times. I think that's maybe MS meant middle school. Yeah, it was uh, not easy. Um, so here's a form. If you're interested in participating in the search committee, um, you, there's one, two, three, four, five dates they need you to be um, in, involved in. But um, I think that that's awesome. I don't know. I know we did it for the superintendent, but I think it's great that there's an open process for people to participate in in hiring how cool is that cool that's a that's cool. air horn worthy <laughs> right. yes okay okay on, should we move on to the uh the high school names is still on the list for okay. things to discuss we caught we covered that a few minutes ago we covered it last week we covered it well i think i think times. it's just that the the live uh discussion Here, yeah. at this at by the deciding body is happening on february 17th at, at 6 mm -hmm. p.m so and yep. you can watch live on mmtv and webex i'm not sure do they meet in person can you get down there anymore or yep they are they if you want to speak for public comment just head on down to city hall or send in an email um, and they will include it in the public records minutes package doesn't have the same cachet when your you know typewritten note is placed on file you know i, I like when when people speak yeah, yeah. just well, saying hopefully we get we get some good converse it's not a conversation hopefully we get a, a lot of um input and then we can move to the next phase of the process um, people but, have been heard at that point hopefully um, hopefully yeah. um it's still not quite a conversation but at least it's somebody saying something um so i guess uh shampoo was very interested in that we will be the mask man the mask update for schools is that mask will remain in schools until three weeks after february break um and then will be optional after march 21st that's what the word on the street is. Karaji had that in the patch. It's um, I, I've heard other towns doing that too. It's the, the three week wait. Sounds like it's going to be for uh, so that if you were doing something during vacation and you were exposed in some way, then the three week of masks re reduces the 
potential for transmission. So that's what it is, is three weeks after the break. And then, then it looks like Melrose schools will be going to optional masks. Well, you know what? You're also getting to the time of year where you can crack a window. You know what I mean? Right. You're getting deep into March at that point. Uh, if I'm reading this, oh no, I'm talking about, I'm looking at the trivia B date. <laughs> March 21st is the date. But anyway, yeah. you know, I mean, so that, you know, that's the other thing that happened. Uh, uh, that was this weekend, right? Where it was like 60 degrees one day and then, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, windows have been cracked this entire time. And so they really want that you're encouraged to layer up in the classroom. The heat is pumping. So the windows have been cracked. They've been open this whole time, but um, I'm super curious to see how our um, dental hygiene changes once the masks come off. We'll have to encourage. Have you better. been cutting corners, Sam, or what is that? My, what is that? I am. I've been cutting corners as a parent. I guess I'm not <laughs> fighting for flossing any at this time, but um, I will have to do that. Yes, yeah, people. <laughs> people, people. All right. All right. Who knows about this community reads? Who's going to fill us in oh, on that? All right. I'll do Sam. that real fast. And then we should do the, tri the trivia. Bee. So community reads is coming up. The Melrose reads program in partnership with the public library and the schools and the ed foundations involved and maybe even the um, human rights commission to launch a community wide book read. Um, the book is American like me reflections of life between cultures by America Ferreira. It's a collection of short personal narratives written by people in the public arena. And then everyone reads this book and then they'll have activities throughout the community afterwards um, about the book and things like listening events and discussion sessions, storytelling, uh, musical showcases, et cetera. So, um, so, so I, is this for schools or who's this for, who's this aimed everyone. at? Everyone. The people everyone. of Melrose. The people of Melrose. Wow, nice. Um, so we should pick up this book. Anybody want to, who's going to buy it for us? <laughs> so, you know, my system, you read the first chapter and the last chapter, and then you just imagine all the, uh, all the parts in between. That's how we, we got through the, uh, the, the planning board document on, oh, yeah. uh, on the housing plan document. <laughs> this is probably worth going through from beginning to end, but, uh, well, it's, yeah. interesting it's like cha every chapter is of a different person's life. So you can kind of move around or. Maybe, maybe we should take this on. This would be a good, this is a forum for discussion, by the way, of, you know. Uh, well, they're booked this, to come on the show in a few weeks, so we better read quickly. <laughs> all right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. We're committed. Okay. I got, I'm going to go to the uh, Melrose Public Library right now and uh, put that on reserve. Oh, crap. I'm going to do it right now while you're while we're talking. <laughs> I know. You're better at multitasking than I am. Okay. Uh, are you going to do the trivia, B, and then we got to get to our guests. Yeah. Let's do this thing yeah. moving. I wanted to open the trivia, B, piece by having uh, by posing a trivia question to either of you. Okay. Sam will answer. Uh, I've, I've got options if you need help with options. Uh, who was Melrose's first mayor on January 1st, 1900, after incorporating as a city? Oh, I have options for you if you want three options. So let's do let's do the um, I I've read about this um because okay. I remember when it became a city, but I don't remember the mayor's name. First mayor. All right, I'll give you three choices: Levi Gould, Horace Mann, Ebenezer Broder. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> it's Levi Gould. Levi Gould, it is. Yes. yes. Congratulations. Yes. yes. Yeah, I couldn't have got it uh, cold, but I remember uh, reading about that. Yeah, that's All great. Right. 
Oh, right. congratulations to me. Hang on. <laughs> you yeah. should play in the in the trivia beat. Yes. Oh no, so, Bob also knows that. All right. So we're going to bring our guest on now. Is it time? Or no? We haven't even talked about the trivia beat. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. I was so I was so a, 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 so a flush with my win there and my own uh, Melrose knowledge that I lost track of time. Sorry. <laughs> Shampoo, Sam? pick it Shampoo? up. <laughs> We're all looking at each other like, what is going on tonight? I know it's not me. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Trivia B is back Saturday, March 26th, 2022 at 7 p.m. Uh, this will be an online Trivia B as it was last year. I think we had a team in last year. Yeah, um, we did. It's a lot of fun. Uh, those online trivia games are actually a lot of fun with people. And you, you go off on your own for a team and come back. You get points. You have fun. You laugh. Um, so, again, that's going to be Saturday, March 26th. You can go to thebridgemelrose.org to register a team. They, they, this year they're adding uh, up to six people um, to uh, to uh, to field a team. So if you have a, a, a group of six, put them together, have a team, and go have fun. There you go. So are we, I, I have to ask now that we're live, are we committing to being on the B? Oh, that means I don't I don't know uh, what I'm doing that day, but I'll tell you what I remember from last year is <laughs> they ask some kind of question and then they put you into a room and I just sit there and go, I don't know. I don't know. And everybody <laughs> just goes, I don't know. I don't know. And then the time's up and you have to say something. That's high pressure situation. It so. is a high pressure situation. Time six. If it's six of you all doing the same thing. So right. anyway, March 26th, make some plans. It's a lot of fun. All right. All right. I, think we're gonna, I think we're going to commit to a team. We got to find two more, but minor and one more than that. Maybe. <laughs> All right, you know who else can help us? Our special guest today, Julie Nolan. We're going to play the walk-up music and get her on this show. Get this train on the tracks, as Mike Miner says. So, Julie. <laughs> hey, welcome. Well, Hello. Thank God you're here. Julie Nolan. <laughs> you guys Julie. are having a lot of fun. You are way off the track tonight. This is fantastic. I'll try oh to help God. you with the train, but I don't know. I'll do my best. You'll do, well, you are uh, the star of the Julie Nolan show, which went on for eight seasons. We are tiny little babies compared to your uh, Melrose media presence here. And among, I can't even keep track of all the other things that you do uh, around <laughs> town. So uh, yeah, straighten us out, Julie. Well, no, you need to give yourself credit because you do it every week. And I did it every month for eight oh, seasons. Oh, okay. So keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, like I was talking to you earlier, I, um, due to COVID, when I was due to go back to the studio, I just wasn't feeling it like I was before. And I wanted to do something new and exciting. So um, I am doing a couple of things. I'm doing a podcast down at MMTV um, about everything and anything. And then I'm playing a character. I'm sort of moving into being a comedic actress. I'm taking um, acting oh. lessons and I'm really trying to make even my comedy more animated. Um, so when cool. I went down to MMTV to ask them for help, I said, I, I just, I need to change this up. Uh, we came up with my character of Aunt Petunia Rastani, part of the Rastani Empire. Yes. Um, and it's it, I'm the aunt to TC Rastani. I am obnoxious, but adorable and 
you know, kind of has sticky fingers. She, you know, she worked as a waitress in Las Vegas. She's kind of a nightmare, but um, but she's fun. And it's a half hour show. And I bring people on that have talent. So, so it's a spinoff, a T.C. Ristani spinoff. Exactly. Wow. So, it's, so they do all the production for me. Julie, and, this is uh, how some of the greats make it big. I mean, no this kidding. is a big this is a big play. It's, but, it's very exciting. But you did say she brings on people who have talent. So that means that. We yeah, we won't be there. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I yeah. wasn't considering any of you guys. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's just telling us about the show. I'm just telling you and about I, the show so you can watch was, it. I'm not inviting right. you by any means. <laughs> but, right. uh, but anyway, yeah. So in addition to that, um, I do a lot of hosting. Um, you know, I host the Victorian Fair, Center Stage, and... Um, what else do I do? Oh, I'll be a part of the uh, trivia. Yes. Um, now, I wanted to ask you about this because we did participate last year, and there's a little commercial thing for the sponsors. And the one thing we were talking about is, boy, that could be spiced up a little bit. Now, is that going to be your angle here? Yes. Yes. I've nice. had one meeting, and I'm I'm trying to get my head around it. I'm a little improv so even if yeah. I had it all written out and was like, oh, this is what I'm going to do, I'm probably not going to do that. Yeah. So, um, But anyway, I, I understand what the structure is and how there'll be these breaks in between. And so I'm hoping to pick up what some people do that's funny within the game. And then, you know, I mean, it's too bad we're not at Memorial Hall, but I mean, when you yeah. think about it, you can have a home pour. You don't have to wait in line at the at the bar. You can just go right to your fridge. You know, there's a you can have your snacks right there. It's, it's, you know, it's not now, bad. Are you going to be uh, helping the sponsors? It, like when we you talk about being in there in the commercial breaks, are we, you know, are you are you selling pizzas and getting people to the gas station, or what are we doing there? You know, that is something that I don't think they have completely ironed out. I think there there may be some voiceover done by some other people, and then I just come in. I'm happy to do whatever they want. If they want me to talk about pizza, you know. My advice to the people who who uh, pay the good money to sponsor it is to it would be to spice it up yeah. a little bit. You know, you get a little Julie Nolan in there, you're going to get some attention. You know what I mean? The traditional yeah. pre-recorded kind of modest yeah. spot is not really going to make the cash register ring as much as a Julie Nolan, you well, know, imp improv. That. Yes. Yeah, and I think to your point, like, it's bad enough that we're virtual, but then if we have to right. get a pre-recorded, like at least the ads and the breaks can feel like you're at a an actual place live. So that's what right. I hope that I can bring right. to that event. Hey, you know what? You got to get a couple of those like SNL type uh, commercials in there for things that don't exist. Oh my much, god, but I love maybe it. should. Oh yeah, but maybe that's should in town, right? <laughs> that's hysterical. And like almost do it so straight that it would take people a while to go. Is this a real commercial? <laughs> right. Like, what is happening right now? So that's a good idea. I love it. I love yeah, it. that's what people, like people watching right now are going. Is this a real show? Is like, what is what is what is happening right now? Who are these people? <laughs> Who are these? Um, but then, and then, of course, I have so exciting. Um, I have my uh, comedy show coming up. I haven't done comedy, stand-up comedy in. 780 days wow but who's counting wow but who's, who's dwelling i mean i'm not dwelling but uh but that have you been be doing a lot of have you been doing a lot of sit-down comedy is that what it's been oh jeez. hey <laughs> but caution caution <laughs> caution dad joke ahead <laughs> oh jeez. um no but it has given me a lot of time to um work on a show like this is my first time coming out and really doing a one-hour show and 
Um, it's, you know, it's got four segments to it. I'm working with a DJ, a lot of, some of the jokes have music that goes with it. So it's almost like Julie Nolan oh, wow. musical. Wow. So <laughs> jazz hands. Um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I, it's just, you know, it's where does this take place? Where does this take place? When is this show? I want to know is, about this. This is Monday night at the rising Eagle on there. the first floor. Um, and yes, that's is, a good call. So it's, you know, you order off the menu and, yes. uh, it's a suggested donation of $20 for hopeful journeys, which I'll tell you about. Okay. Uh, oh, the show starts at six 30. You remember I was telling you how I don't like to be out late. So <laughs> yeah. I should be home and in bed by eight 30. So no problem. Um, but, uh, hopeful journeys is a school in Beverly. Uh, my son, Danny, who's now 20. Um, was the very first full-time student at that school, which is wow. pretty amazing. Nice. Yeah, he had like seven teachers. He would walk in, you know, and so they were just building it, and I was just looking for a school for him. Um, and so they, we fundraised for about ten years and built a building um, for specifically wow. for children with autism and all the sort of sensory issues that they have to deal with in regular buildings that they don't have to deal with in this building. For example, Ooh. like their their lockers don't make a lot of noise when they shut. Um, they don't have those lights. Um, mm. I forget what they call them, but you know, the ones that are fluorescent. all of us. Fluorescent. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, I'm, like being in the dentist office. I'm trying to learn something here, you know, yeah, not yeah. getting a dental x-ray, <laughs> exactly. not getting caught up on my dental hygiene, like Sam and her family. Exactly. I'm getting a headache just from, you know, being in social studies, but um, yeah, so it is the thing that stands out about hopeful journeys. Um, compared to other special needs schools is that all academic learning is one-to-one. -one. So your child's getting and going as far as they can go under the umbrella of compared to themselves, you know, where were they last year? Where are they next year? Um, and it's just been such a blessing in my, my family. Um, and they do things like they will help you with anything. Like I wanted to get my son to a point where he could sit at a restaurant with all of us. Mm -hmm. And that was really hard for him. Like if you'd see French fries at somebody else's table, like as that, those are mine, right? Like I can have, uh, but anyway, long story short is they did a program for him on Friday afternoons, uh, a teacher and he would go to Stearns and Hill and the teacher, I would pay for it. The teacher would get a cup of coffee and my son, Danny learned to, to be seated, to wait for his French fries and his water and understand that, no, we don't just get up and leave. We have to get the bill. And they did it for probably 12 weeks, wow. but it worked, wow. you know? So, so when you have something, I mean, there's the everyday things that kids need to learn, right? And vocational things and all that stuff. But if you have a specific situation that's happening in your house and your child, that's like, you just call them up and, or you just write to them and you go, I'm dealing with this. And they just immediately start a program. And it's, it's that's been great. Wonderful. Wow. That's yeah. wonderful. Um, yeah. How old is he now? Is whatever. What's so he's he's twenty, um, and my other son is twenty-two. They're both on the autism spectrum. Uh, my second son, Danny, goes to this school. My other son is higher functioning. He goes to Bunker Hill and he works at Merrill's Daycare. Um, but my life was sixteen years straight of working with them, like getting into therapies, getting. And I've always wanted to be in entertainment my whole life. But when that started, you know, you're married, you got the kids and you're running around, you're like, all right, well, we'll put that dream aside because that's, you know, but then what happened was my kids got better. 
they got to their programs. My husband left for work and I was like, well, now what? And so I started boot camp and through boot camp, um, like everybody in boot camp actually helped me. And we talked about me having a show and I was like, oh, I've always wanted to have a show. The, the joy, the joy boot camp. The joy Fay boot camp. Yeah. Amazing. Life changing. Yeah, life changing. And so we would be doing jumping jacks and all this nonsense. And people were like, oh, you should call it this or that. And then I don't know, it just hit me. I was, I think, just leaving boot camp. And I said, I think I'll just call it the Julie Nolan show because that's why it's like evergreen and I'm not like locked into yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> and so that's, that's really how it started. And then it was, you know, eventually I started having um, live audiences with my talk shows. Nice. And then I said, I'm going to try and do stand up. It's super scary <laughs> and you go up there and you're like almost like giving yourself credit for just standing in front of the microphone, like having not even said anything yet, but it's such a, it's a gradual process, but I've, I've just, I've loved it. And I feel very fortunate that I'm getting these opportunities at this time. That's fantastic. That's amazing. I didn't know any of this about you. This is mm -hmm. right. Wild. That's why we have a show, Sam. As we say, is why we have a show because, because the excellent people of Melrose, it is amazing to come on and share their stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it, and, and now with this show, um, like I said, I, I just, I'm excited because I feel like, oh, I, I forgot to mention the reason I started to move into acting was because I joined a casting company and they were give they still give me auditions. Um, but I said to my husband, I think there's things that people know how to do in auditions that I don't. So that's when I started to work with a woman named Dossie Peabody. She's a, a, a actress, you know, was in movies and all that stuff. She lives in Beverly now. And I worked with her and I actually got a commercial, not this past fall, but the fall before. Um, and I just, I was bit by the bug. I mean, to do a commercial uh. was so much fun. Um, it was with um, the, uh, oh, hello, Patriots player. Matthew, Matthew Slater, Matthew Slater's in it. Um, and then they had a couple of people from Plymouth Rock. It was a contest and they, they won. And then they hired me as just a coworker. Um, but it was very improv -y, And I think that's why I got it. Cause I, I can't remember a line for the life of me. And it's just ridiculous. They must what, were you, what were you selling insurance? I, what they did was they made a, a parody commercial for like, you know, Tom Brady was leaving the Patriots after 20 yeah. years. Yeah. They did Tom Leahy from Plymouth Rock was leaving. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so yeah, so I'm just like, like putting all my feelers out and just like, whatever, you know, I'm middle-aged well, woman. <laughs> I mean, not for nothing. This has been a launching pad. So Steve Cazelli used to be a host here. He now has his own, uh, podcast and he's uh he's featured in the boston media scene now all really because of uh, ltmm I wow his... i did not realize oh yeah yeah oh, Look at wow. it. Oh, Neither did is... steve right <laughs> this is like me getting on the johnny carson couch is that what you're right. telling me like, well, well, this is... you know no pro no promises but stars have been made from don't ltmm go any, don't go on any couches around here <laughs> oh my goodness you guys are funny okay uh, so now yeah. listen yeah listen this rising eagle as a venue yeah. that's a cool idea Good and idea. i love that you're downstairs i think that's going to be more challenging for yes. stand-up comedy so we're going to make yes. sure everybody's paying attention 
and no, focused exactly. on the show. But upstairs would be a little, could be a little sterile in the well, old see, space. I did, yeah, I did. The last time I did stand up was at the upper room at the yeah. Rising Eagle on how February twenty twenty. How did it play? It was fantastic. Of course, oh. I thought twenty twenty was going to be my year. You know, didn't we all? Yeah. Um, but it was it was a little like a function. You know, it was it it, yeah. it could have looked like a you know a retirement party, I suppose, on some angle. But I did get a lot of people, and we did have a lot of fun. But I am looking forward to doing the first floor because of the fireplace. And, yes. and to your point, th th there's going to be yeah. some challenges. I'm going to have to probably make sure I'm projecting to the to the back wall. Like they talk about, um, they're gonna put a PA uh, in there for you, aren't you? You're gonna have a DJ. You're gonna have a I, mic I have and a DJ, PA, I have right? DJ, yeah, yeah. I got DJ Tommy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you, this you gonna know be a good show. I think yeah. it's gonna be. You know what's interesting about um, doing stand up in a restaurant versus like like I've done giggles and Kowloon and all that kind of stuff, um, is it's not set up to be a comedy uh, place, right? So you come out like I did Grimsby's years ago, and I was like. Like things hit you. I'm like, what are those like baby lights, like Christmas lights? Like, do they have those on? All, like, are those there all year long? Like, it's just weird how your brain just kind of tries to get comfortable in your environment and, and, and stuff like that. Things kind of stand out to you for some reason. I don't know. You got a lot of fans and, that are giving shout yeah, outs. Yeah, no kidding. Yes. Look at that. Lots of shout outs. Yeah. So, I, I, love, so I, I, so, you know, get, you know, get this pandemic in the rear view mirror. I want to get back over to Giggles as a uh, patron. I've seen right. a bunch of shows over there, and it's it's just fun. It's a fun little full, fun little spot for that. That's where and Kowloon. I, did... I haven't been to in years. That was another great one. Yeah, anyway. that's where I did my first open mic night. Was at Giggles in the okay. fall of 2015, and there were like 14 of us, and it was pouring rain. And I was like, "Why do I must really want to do this? Because I could be right. home in my pajamas. Yes. I was like 49 years old or whatever, and." Uh, but you know, but it was, but it, it went well. So that was exciting. And then you want to do it again because you, you know, the fact that you wrote something and someone thought it was funny. Wow, it feels good. Now you got the bug. You got I got the bug. Yeah, yeah. Hey. this is your bug too. I feel like oh, you can get. Oh, I know. I think he's ready to open for me. Well, I don't know. I'm going to this show. I'll tell you that. I already oh, bought well, my ticket. Excellent. Oh, so you're going to the show, but you don't know if you're going to the trivia. <laughs> Oh, like, <laughs> you know, point, I, I'm, I'm getting a little, uh, well, I got, all right, if you want the real truth, I'm getting a little zoomed out, uh, a little zoomed out. I want to go to Rising Eagle. I want to see Julie in person and I want to, you know, I want the live in-person experience. So nothing uh, against yeah. the, nothing against the trivia B and it's a great group and it's a good thing and every, and it's a blast to do it, uh, and all that. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll tweak it by the 26th. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. I think the it's world, the too. world changes quickly. Right. And plus, like for the Rising Eagle, you know, they've just reopened in the last whatever month. And so this is nice for them, too, because rather than a set meal, which I've done at different places, this way people just can they can reacquaint themselves with the restaurant and, and talk about what they want. You know, just find out what they want to have on their regular menu as opposed yeah. to. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to be good for them, too, I hope. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I I've been there a couple times recently. I bumped into Karaji uh, up on Main Street uh, the other night. We were out to dinner, and um, uh, the place was hopping. And I and I was, I was trying to explain to him some of the changes in the pandemic that have worked for me. Like 
pre-pandemic, I wasn't a huge Rising Eagle fan. It was kind of confusing and weird and whatever. And yep. now that you're used to like ordering from your phone and you see kind of the advantages and they made some modifications, you know, for the pandemic. But now <clears throat> I like it. It The whole thing where you can go, we could all meet down there, arrive at different times. You know, you find your seats, you, you order separately. It's all super efficient. It's easy. You can move around. You can go sit by the fireplace if a seat opens up over there like the vibe is working for me and i have to say the food has been excellent yeah. uh, although now oh, i i keep getting the panko uh fish whatever fish. that uh what's that white fish not uh haddock haddock <laughs> yeah it's what a simple dish but now I'm a, it's so good i'm afraid uh -huh. to order something else but i want to try <laughs> something else so i'm in the i'm in a trap julie i don't know how to get out of it oh i am so we'll sorry to we'll hear that yeah you know what else is interesting about post-pandemic is normally I would never, like I don't think, would agree to a Monday night show because oh, usually yeah. comedy starts Thursday night, okay? I used to sneak in fundraisers on Wednesday night, but I would never have gone earlier in the week just because of the way life is. But now, you know, March 28th, it's almost spring. People are going to be busting out of their houses. They're going to be like, give me something. So here I am. That's I'm giving you something. Plus, yeah. Plus, every day, I literally don't know what day it is, except when it's Tuesday when we have this show. Sam yeah. te texts me and says, are you going to be on the show tonight? <laughs> so one other thing I was reading about you after, after some cyber stalking was that you um, are a Melrose High graduate as well. And yes, class of 84. Yeah, you yep. mentioned you went to kindergarten at the Lincoln School, too. I did. Yeah. I went to Lincoln. Wow. Any stories about what Melrose was like back then or... I'll tell you a little story that's just hitting my head right now. This will show you how old I am. So I'm at St. Mary's and I'm in second grade. And the teacher says, Julie, I didn't get all the items for our art project. I need you to go to Hinchy's. Now think about that. I'm seven years old. She has sent me out of the building, <laughs> crossing the street. So basically where Hinchy's is, is across the street from the Heavenly Licks. Yeah. Um, Ice yeah. cream store. Right. So yeah. that used to be so where, where Seven Hills Pasta is now. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe well, I mean, in that neighborhood. But I mean, okay. keep, yeah. you know, keep in mind, like, and I remember thinking about that a while ago, and I'm like, that is just bananas. Like, you know, we all walked to school. I mean, you, I walked to know, school when I was five. Is it bananas or is it a little sad? The kid, you know, our kids, and I'm guilty of this. I'm, a, you know, we're kind of overprotected now. Like my kids haven't been out of my sight for 20 years, you know? Yeah. I mean, you bring up a good point in the sense that why can't, why can't we let them try it? Or why don't we let yeah. them walk? Or why, and I'm just as guilty as anybody else. Um, but and to your point, nothing happened to me. I mean, yeah. I did it. I, yeah. I had the list. I had the money. I got the stuff. I got back. But well, I, we, I, now we we sent we, got a, in, we got into a little mischief as well. That maybe <laughs> might have been better off avoided. But it, it's it. I don't know well, if, yeah. if either one is the right answer. But it's just it's interesting, like you say, to to note in really mm -hmm. a short amount of time how mm -hmm. the whole uh, society's philosophy on parenting has shifted. Right. I mean, um, to give you an example, when we graduated from Merrill's High School in 1984, <laughs> we were given a snifter glass. What? Yeah. 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 Like, like what? as a as a graduation present. Use it. Use it well, everybody. <laughs> you know, I think it was just something they had been doing for years, and they kind of forgot that, like, you have to be 21. Alcohol inside of there. Yeah. They didn't, but 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 it was obviously intended for that. You know, isn't that funny? 
now you'd get like a tumbler or something yeah. very, you know, plastic. A Yeti, a Yeti water glass or a water. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Exactly. A cell phone case. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so then I, I asked my dad if I could go to Emerson College and be an actress. So I've known my whole life what I've wanted. And my father in his very Irish Catholic way said, no, uh, you will not do that. <laughs> okay, this was a good conversation. <laughs> we really went deep. That was about as far as it went. No. Oh, so what okay. did you, where'd you do, what'd you do? I went to Merrimack College and uh, I studied business, hated it. Um, but you know, I was a marketing major, but I did find every, uh, elective that I could throughout the years, theater mm -hmm. one, theater two, making a video, whatever, whatever, whatever it took. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, but you know, it's nice to be returning to something that I've always really loved. And, uh, and, and the other thing is about timing. Like, I feel like doors are opening up for me now that, that, that didn't happen when I was young. Cause when I was in my twenties, I worked for sports radio, WEI mm -hmm. and wanted to be on air there. And they were like, no, <laughs> just like my father. No, you know, uh, we we hired you for a marketing job. Now go do that job. Get get out of the studio. So I was always like hinting around. Hello, well, did listen, you need me? I, I'm sensing big things. I mean, this just all adds up to a hockey stick trajectory from here. And please just don't forget us, Julie. <laughs> Remember, LTMM was a stepping stone on that pad. journey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we're launching as well as we did with Kazella here, but I'd like um, to thank LTMM <laughs> for oh this. Oh my God! If we if we, we Kalini, if we got the acknowledgement from the stage, that would be everything, Julie. Don't please remember it, us. I, I will. I definitely, definitely will. This You'll remember this night for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> remember this night till at least nine thirty. Right. There's so many reasons. So many reasons yes. that I won't divulge. <laughs> No, I know. She'll be booked now every Tuesday night. Right. She'll be like, sorry, Ken, I have something to do every Tuesday night from here until the end of time. More fundraisers now on Tuesdays. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Oh, thank you guys. This was really fun. Well, I thought, thanks I've, for coming I've, on. Thank you I've so been much. keeping my eye on you guys, and I've, 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 I've said to Sam, i got to get in on that. Yeah, you no, have to get in. You got to stay in. You got to come back and you got to be part of the to. crew here. Oh my goodness, what a I, story! Thank you for. I knew of yeah. Julie Nolan, but not the these these this whole the story expose. Is, yeah, the expo you you got yeah. the yeah you got the off the. We got pretty deep tonight. I have to say, oh, yeah, what we could do here. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <On> virtual television. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then, Julie, you know the routine. We're going to dance it off now. We're going to listen to oh, the great. theme song. Right, mm -hmm. and so we're going to get ready to do that. But thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And they will be dancing absolutely 100% at the Rising Eagle. So yes. bring your dancing shoes, 100%. What kind of shoes can you be more specific? Um, I'm going to – God – I'll probably wear heels. I don't know. You're just gonna this, just this just something to dance in. Yeah, or or, or kick your shoes off. You know, I mean. There you go. Off. There you go. No rules. No rules with Julie Nolan. Do whatever you want. <laughs> wear, no wear your rules. Socks. No rules with Julie Nolan, but Julie Nolan rules. That's a great. That's a great so, show name, by the way. No rules with Julie Nolan. Oh, that's <laughs> not a bad name. Tom's that's always. Okay. Wow. He's always does. workshopping. He's always workshopping. <laughs> Well, listen, we no will. Throw it out there. Yeah, there are no errors in brainstorming. 
That's right. Well, there it is. Uh, Listen, we will see you at the Rising Eagle, and we'll see you around town. All right.